Decoding Learning Differences with Kimberlyn Lavelle, and this episode is IEP Tips, Keeping an IEP. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how you keep an IEP that you already have for your child. Sometimes a school wants to exit a child, and you might not feel like your child's really ready for that. So you're going to have a conversation. After any evaluation, the school may recommend exiting your child from their IEP that they currently have. So they usually this is, the format is something like your child qualified three years ago at the triennial evaluation. They've gone through everything and they're no longer seeing a discrepancy or they're no longer seeing a need for services. And they're recommending your child be exited from an IEP. So first of all, celebrate. Celebrate that your child is doing so well that the school doesn't feel like they need your child needs an IEP anymore. They feel like your kid's good to go and fly on their own. Celebrate that your child is doing that well. That doesn't mean you don't disagree. Celebrate that that's at least what the school is seeing. And if you see it too, and you're like, yeah, my kid's good. They don't need an IEP anymore. Then great. Go with it. There's not, you don't have to keep an IEP. Um, and, and it's perfectly acceptable, fine, wonderful for your child to get off of an IEP completely or to switch over to a 504. Just fly with it. Enjoy it. If you do disagree... You can celebrate and document any disagreement you have. They're saying your child is no longer struggling. You can document. Well, you're saying my child doesn't struggle, but they're still getting Fs on every single test they take in math or in reading or or in everything, whatever it is. Document any disagreement. You know, you're saying my child isn't struggling, but they're spending seven hours every weekend trying to catch up on homework and five hours every night trying to finish homework. It's, they're exhausted, they're feeling frustrated. Or my child cries every night because they feel like they're dumb. Any of those things are still evidence that your child is struggling. And the school might not have the whole picture because they don't necessarily see what's happening when your kid gets home from school and what's going on with homework, what's going on emotionally. Sometimes kids really hold it together. They seem totally fine and happy and life is good. And when they're at school and they feel, they seem like they're really proud of themselves and feel like they can do anything. And then all of a sudden they get home and they're like, what just happened? Why is my kid crying in a corner in a puddle? They don't, the school doesn't know that your child is actually really unhappy if you aren't communicating that with them. So that is potentially a type of disagreement, is just that emotional state. Um, Anything social related to it, anything, like I said, anything with homework or tests or, and it might be that everything at school is actually not going well and it's just this testing that looks good. And then that's a point of disagreement. So document any of it. You can ask them to put it in the notes. You can ask them to attach something you've written to the IEP. Make sure your concerns are heard and documented and kept with the IEP document itself. If you disagree with their evaluation that is exiting 
your child from an IEP and not finding a learning disability anymore or OHI or whatever it is, they aren't seeing it anymore, they're exiting them, you can ask for an independent educational evaluation. And we had a video on this, so go back, an episode I should say on this, you can go back and watch it, listen to it, however you learn, go back and do that. Um, it was recently, so it was like three or four weeks ago, go back and listen to that one. Um, and, it, and it'll go through kind of your options and what you can do with that. And really to stop and consider, like sometimes it feels scary to get your child off of an IEP, but is your child ready to switch to a Section 504 plan? And we're going to go into this next week, the, the difference between IEP and a Section 504 plan, but just think about, is my child ready to not have direct services? Are they really caught up in all of their skills and able to learn in the general education environment with accommodations? As long as those accommodations are in place, are they able to, to really participate? It might be, they might be ready to exit. Think about it. It's not a definite in a lot of places and, you know, I've done this with a lot of students where we were, they were doing really well, but we weren't sure how they would respond in the coming years. And rather than exit them completely from an IEP and put them on a 504, we put them, we kept them on an IEP and had just consultation as the service. So it was really minimal. I would just like check in with the teachers and the parents and make sure things were going good, make sure accommodations were actually in place. Um, that is one benefit to an IEP versus a 504 is that there's a case manager who should kind of be keeping an eye on that. Now with the 504 there is too, but sometimes that person is just like an administrator who isn't, who sometimes, it, it depends. Sometimes the, the IEP case carrier is going to be better at it and sometimes the administrator is going to be better at it. So every situation is different. Think about that. That might be a factor. Um, and make sure you listen to that episode on IEP versus 504 to help you get a better answer to that question. Ask lots of questions and make sure the answers are written down, whether it's within the IEP meeting itself or before or after the IEP meeting. You're going through this evaluation, they're saying this and you're not understanding how, why they're saying it. Like you might disagree, but rather than coming across as, well, you're wrong because it's a little bit more productive to say, can you explain that to me? Why are you saying that they don't have a learning disability. Um, why are you saying that there's no longer an academic need? Why are you saying that they no longer exhibit autism characteristics? <laughs> Whatever it is. And it might be much more specific than that. Um, you know, you're saying that their score on this test is average how are you getting an average score on this when the, the testing that we were looking at, can you explain this score to me? And this, it says average, but it's, you know, an 87, that, that doesn't seem average, standard score of 87, um, when 100 is average. Anyway, <laughs> just to be clear on what I was saying with 87. Um, so ask lots of questions and make sure it's written down. So if you're asking it in an IEP meeting, turn to the person taking notes 
not all districts will take notes on IEPs. So if there is no one taking notes, write it down yourself and then later follow up in an email. During the IEP meeting, I asked this and this was the response that I understood that you said, is that accurate? You've now written the notes and you're asking them to confirm it um, in writing. So it helps to have all of that, that documented. Like I asked this question, this was my response. If someone's taking notes, make sure it's at, in the notes. And you can turn to them right in the meeting. Did you get that in the notes? The question and the answer? Can you read that back to me? Thanks. I, I just really wanted to make sure that was captured because I want to be able to go back and read that later. It also helps document that you had a question and a concern and their response was this. And then you can follow up with, I hear you're saying this, but I disagree because... XYZ. I always recommend having someone with you at an IEP meeting. Um, there are situations, lots of situations, where you alone feel comfortable and confident with that IEP team, and it can be a great meeting, and you don't have to have someone. But even in those cases, just having someone a lot of times is helpful. It helps to feel like I've got someone else that I know is here 100% for me and my kid and has no other agenda than to support whatever it is that I'm saying. Knowing that I know my child really, really well. And just having that person can give you more confidence, can help the school maybe take you more seriously if you're feeling, and if you are someone who's naturally a little more meek and a little more like, oh, I'm not sure. Sometimes that friend can help bolster you up and give you the confidence to speak. And if you need that friend to speak for you, Bring a friend who can speak for you, who has that kind of personality that they can step in and say, no, that's not what she's saying. She's saying this, or he's saying this, that, you know. JoJo's parents want blah, 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 blah. I don't know where the name JoJo came from. But sometimes things just pop in my head. If it continues to be a problem, if you're not seeing eye to eye with the school and they're not, you know, you are adamant that your child needs to still have an IEP and they're not seeing it and they're not going to change their offer. It might be time to pull in an advocate or even a lawyer to get involved, look at the case and, and see what can happen from there. Typically you can start with the IEE first and then pull in an advocate or lawyer to, to take things further if they still are not seeing what you're seeing and have don't have those same concerns. So, takeaway for today. You know what your child needs. Demand that and agree to nothing less. If your child is already on an IEP, and this is something I should have mentioned, if your child is already on an IEP, in most places, if you don't sign a new IEP exiting them, then they are in stay put, which means they keep the exact same services that they're currently getting and nothing changes until that IEP is signed and things are resolved. So then the school has to act. They have to work towards a resolution of this disagreement. And that's where things like the IEE can help and also 
potentially pulling in an advocate or a lawyer to help mediate and come up with something that everyone can agree to. Um, and again, sometimes being that squeaky wheel, it's easier, cheaper for the district to keep your kid on an IEP than to go through any legal battles with you. So they'll just keep your kid on an IEP. <laughs> Not every time, but sometimes. Um, and again, don't be afraid to let your child fly if they're actually ready to exit. Go for it. It's it's not horrible. <laughs> but if you know your child's not ready, and even if you're not really sure, then having more data, more, you know, get those questions answered and fight for what you really believe your child needs. Um, and if your child's at an age and developmental level where you can bring them into that conversation, bring them into it. How would you feel about not having support in math anymore? How would you feel about not having any reading and writing support? How would you feel about spending all day, every day in gen ed, and the only thing you get is this accommodation? Is that enough for you? Can't, do you feel like you would be successful? There's a lot of kids who, when we pull back the supports, they rise to that occasion and they soar and they do amazing. You know your kid, really take the time to step into who is my child and try to get out of that fear place that we get into. Who is my child? What are they really capable of with these accommodations? Is it enough? And try to have that honest conversation. The more people you can talk to it about, talk to about it who really understand your child, the more viewpoint you're, you might be able to get and bring and, and have a good decision. Um, so think about it. If you have any questions, any concerns, an IEP you want me to look at, report you want help understanding, whatever it is, stories, I love stories, email me. I want to hear, I want to get some emails. Email me, Kimberlyn at decodinglearningdifferences.com. I cannot wait to hear from you and I will see you again next week. We will talk about an IEP versus a 504 and make sure we're really clear on what that difference is. See you next week.